This episode of Meet Me for Coffee is brought to you by Chatter365 at chatter365.com. This amazing app that you need for your phone. Get in touch with your community. Talk to people who speak different languages because it has an auto translate feature, which means they speak their language. You speak yours. It translates to you in between. There's no running to Google Translate anymore. Download the app right now, wherever you get your apps for your phone. This is Meet Me for Coffee with an artist that I've actually wanted to speak with for quite some time. Her name is Crystal Shawanda. How's it going, Crystal? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. And you know what? I, I've wanted to say this to you for quite some time. You got one hell of a voice. And now that you're uh, uh, doing the blues thing, I, I feel a bit more comfortable listening to you, to be honest. Um, uh, <laughs> in the past, like we spoke about off the air, it was... Um, on a country station where I discovered you. And uh, I guess you did an interview with the, the, the station I was, I was working at, but not with me. Um, so it's great to actually speak with you right now. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> and, and those who don't know Crystal, she's a Canadian girl and uh, born in uh, was Sault Ste. Marie, right? Um, well, actually, I was, I'm, I'm from Manitoulin Island, but Sault Ste. Marie, but Sault Ste. Marie is one of my many hometowns. I used to live there when I went, I went there for high school. Yeah. So It's kind of weird that they say Sault Ste. Marie. I was looking at it today and, um, you know, being broadcasting and being like a, a reader, like every, you know, um, person who's actually educated can read. It doesn't make sense. Like the way it's spelled, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like salt. Yeah, Salt. And then people are like, oh, I want to go to Salt St. Marie. That's what we say when we were in elementary school. But Sault Ste. Marie, we have so many weird sayings in Canada. Can you name a few? Um, not really. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there, there's a lot of different ones. But yeah, that's, I, I've always felt that about Sault Ste. Marie. It's, it's, it is spelled weird. And, uh, you know, I think it's because of all, it, because Canada is this big multicultural bowl, you know. So, uh, you know, we have all these, like, sometimes you'll see a street name that's like, uh, like an indigenous word and like something from somebody's language, one of the tribes in the local area. And then, then you'll see something that's in French and, you know, so it's, yeah, it, it happens a lot, I think in Canada. <laughs> so, so in a, in a previous interview, we spoke, uh, earlier too, um, you know, it's kind of pulled on my heartstrings as well. When you uh, said that you never thought of yourself to be, uh, a mother or a child. And when I, a uh, mother and a, and a, a wife, sorry, and a child. Um, um, so uh, I look back um, on, in my life and at one point I thought I was done with women completely. And, and then I was going to just like watch after my, my sister's children when she, when she had them or my cousin's children and be like, Hey, I'm a, I'm an uncle. I'm going to pop in and leave. And it's gonna be great. And now I know exactly what position you're in now. And when you find the one for you, but you know, my wife's amazing. Your husband sounds like he's way, way talented, like producer, guitar player, play some complicated riffs. Uh, <laughs> explain how that chemistry works for you, especially when you're, you're composing music. Uh, you know, it's, it's, we always pick up where the other leaves off and we challenge each other and sometimes we disagree and, and, you know, sometimes even I'll get mad and I'll just like, I won't like yell, I'll just stop and I'll be like, 
okay, maybe let's work on this later. <laughs> that, that's what I do. And you, I, you know I, what? Your voice <laughs> is so, so awesome. It's so unique. It's got like that raspy, um, may I say rough feel, but it's got, you got the range, you got the falsetto going and stuff. Did you ever have a uh, vocal training? When did you start? Um, you know, I singing is all I've ever done. I started singing as soon as I can make noise and I hit the stage when I was six and started getting paid to do it when I was 10. So it's, it's literally all I've ever done. There's never been a plan B. And I just, you know, I, I was, I always listened to the greats of every style of music, uh, country, blues, uh, rock, pop. I listened to the best of the best, the people who are the best vocalists. And I would sit there and try to study and copy what they do. And then when I was in college, I did a little stint. I did a, I took some classical opera voice. I was going to go to college and be a music teacher. And then three months in or four months in, I realized uh, I wanted to you know, I just want to play music. And so I dropped out of college and went back to Nashville. <laughs> well, that's incredible. You know, a little background story about me. I was, uh, I wasn't wanting to sing when I was out of the, the womb. I always wanted to eat and that's still like what they call me here. Like I'm just always ready to eat. So my career has been in eating and you're just me been too. singing. So uh, what's the go-to for Crystal Shawanda if she goes out for dinner? My go-to, well, around here in Nashville, barbecue. Oh, yeah. Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. Yeah, all the way. I've got a few different favorite places. I love Jack's barbecue and I love um, Martin's barbecue. I, it, I'm a connoisseur. I love them all. I love, yeah. I just love barbecue. There's a lot of Canadians down there, a lot of Canadians writing down there. And, and I, you write with other artists as well and write their songs and, and, and obviously uh, collaborate. Um, you had a chance to collaborate or, or write a song or be part of a song with George Canyon in the past. Um, I, I had the pleasure of seeing him in the, the Calgary stampede a few years ago and man, that guy's great. Yeah, George is awesome. He's such a cool dude. And I was just, I was just lucky that he invited me to be a part of that song. And, and then it was, you know, getting to work with, um, you know, getting to work with him and perform the song with him on the awards. And, you know, definitely one of my favorite memories on my whole musical journey. It was, it was a great time. And now you're on to blues. So why the, the switch from country to blues? Um, it's just what kept coming out of me, you know, every time I would sit down to write a song for myself, it always kept coming out really bluesy and soulful and, and like, and that's what just, it felt so good singing that, you know, like, um, I love country music. I don't, I don't have anything against it. Like there's a lot of great artists out there who I still love to listen to and uh, a lot of great country songwriters, but it's just like, I feel like when I'm trying to sing country, I'm, I'm like trying to fit my voice into a box. And then when I started singing blues music, it was like I could just let it all out of the box and all these things I can do with my vocals. Um, you know, I could just let it fly now. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Country's more uh, kind of boxed out and the sound that, because eventually you look back on some of these stations, they play the same songs over and over again. And even like Taylor Swift's back in the day when she was doing country off the, what was that? The, the 15 or the, or the fearless album when she first yeah, came yeah. That was okay. It was great. Um, but everything sounds the same eventually. You know, it's like, oh, here's a new song from, uh, you know, Florida Georgia Line or uh, Kenny Chesney. It's like, well, they, they, it's an, like an, an expected genre. So when the, the artist comes out with a song, he sounds exactly how you 
think he's going to sound right for blues it's more like i'm a musician as well so you kind of you kind of feel it right you feel what yeah, you yeah. do when, it, when you're live hey you know like you throw in some pr- pretty cool stuff as well it's wh- whatever you feel it's like there's more of like a, a broader spectrum just like rock and roll you know rock and roll has lots of different elements you know blues elements could have some classical elements and whatever so you know getting back to yourself and, and, and finding yourself musically is very big because a lot of people uh, don't ever find that. So I, I commend you on doing that. Oh, thank you. I, you know, sometimes uh, I think like people think I'm like crazy. Like when they ask me, like, why would you go to blues? It's such a smaller market. You know, it's not as popular as country music. That's like, you know, you're playing the smaller venues, smaller festivals and, whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm not, that's not really what I'm about. I'm not like tallying numbers in my head of how many people I've performed for in my life. You know, I'm just, I'm like everybody else. I'm just trying to figure out who I am and where I fit in and, and what feels good. You know, I'm just following my heart. And, (laughs) and then, so it's funny, you know, when I left country music, I actually had some fans messaging me and sometimes even coming right up to me and telling me, well, now that you're singing blues, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And I'm like, okay, thanks for telling me, (laughs) you know, but, um, you know, it's nothing personal. Like I said, I still, uh, there's a lot of great country music artists, um, who, who are on the current scene, who I think are really cool that I love listening to, um, you know, genuinely. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's like you were saying about the blues world. It's like, um, I think you could push it just a little bit more. Like everybody has their own interpretation of the blues. Like some people go for that more old school sound and some people are like electric blues and, you know, um, so it's, it's, I think there is a little bit room to stretch out, but I don't know. I, I think in country music too, it's, it's starting to open up. Like you have people like Chris Stapleton, who's super soulful and, and, uh, Margot Price, who's just, you know, she's not mainstream country. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I, for me, I'm just trying to find the place where it feels good. And right now it, it feels pretty good. <laughs> and you know what? Blues has the most badass parties too, right? The festivals, the blues fest, say you can go to a ribbon blues fest and like just chill out the whole night. I, I remember, um, I forget who it was. I, I live in Kitchener outside of Toronto, Ontario. And, uh, I went to a festival. Is it buddy, not buddy Holly or buddy, buddy guy. That, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Guy, yeah. So he was there and like the whole park was full on a Thursday night. Like who's going to see a band on Thursday night, <laughs> build the whole park in an actual town. Like blues, blues is actually like, there's another bar downtown here and it's just blues and folk music. But when some of these guys, like Sean Kellerman come back from tour and whatever, like they're just ripping it and people are there. It could be a Monday packed house right people are are jiving with it country it's like more like a weekend kind of thing or construction it's like it's like a um it's a it's a construction workers music you know they're working on the house and whatever but blues is like hey let's sit back let's have a few beers maybe a scotch or something like that let's let's watch some hockey let's say you know everything goes with blues not everything goes country is what i'm trying to tell you i I, totally and i think it's it's re it's re uh there's a rebirth happening in the blues world right now. Like you've got a lot of like uh, contemporary acts coming out who are just, you know, bringing this really cool vibe like Samantha Fish and Southern Avenue, Joe Bonamassa. And, and then, you know, then you have the classics like Buddy Guy, like you mentioned, um, 
you know, and it's just, it's, it's growing. The scene is growing. It's, it's, it's going through a rebirth and, and I, I think it's going to keep growing and it's finding its audience right now. You know, there, I think there are some people who are out there who are tired of the mainstream commercial, whatever style it is they listen to. And I think there's still um, a level of authenticity in the blues world right now. That's, um, you know, it's like, people are able to push it. And, and what's cool about blues radio is they don't just play one single. They actually play the whole album. They play what they want. So that's, what's pretty cool about the blues world, what working radio. I think it also has to do with a lot with uh, a lot of the musicians maturing as well and go and, and really uh, grasping and grabbing the bull by the horns and, and getting in the pocket, right? There's a lot of bands just pump out music, just constantly it all sounds the same but hey like blues how can you forget that nice bass line that you know that those drums and the guitar and like a bit of distortion yeah. and, and the raspy voice of crystal shawanda <laughs> you know you made me a fan like i was a fan before but now i listen to your latest record i'm a fan I'm a big Thank fan. You. And uh, Thank you. I appreciate lately that. I've been interviewing a lot of uh, blues artists. So I've been really getting really into it. And, and uh, you know, maybe like I'm maturing too. I'm getting older. Like, <laughs> I just want to sit back and chill. I'm not into the heavy metal stuff anymore or, or I, I'm interested in it, but I'm, it's not going to be my go-to anymore. So yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> let's talk about your new record. Yeah, sure. So uh, definitely. So your, your husband produced this or? Yes, yes. My husband produced the new album. It's called Church House Blues. And um, this is actually, uh, we, we've produced the last five albums of mine together. Mm. And this is the first time I've decided to step back away from the producer's chair because I just, I don't know, you know, I was starting to, um, you know, I wear too many hats because, uh, you know, it's a lot to focus on because I t we take our little girl to the studio with us every time we work in the studio and every show she's always backstage. And so I just, I, I was starting to feel like I was spread a little thin and in order for me to keeping the best mom she deserves and to be the best artist that my record label deserves, the guys who just signed me, I needed to, um, you know, step away from the producer's chair. And I'm glad I did because uh, my husband did a bang up job. We ended up having the best reviews we've ever had for an album. Like we literally didn't have one bad review. I think the worst review we got was somebody who said the album sounded too polished. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> there, there's some weirdos out there that say, Hey, this, this sounds too polished or too produced. I want to hear a, a raw sounding um, record. It's like, yeah, totally. And, and, and it, I think it was what they said was it was sounded too polished into Nashville, but I think it was mostly because they knew I lived in Nashville and, that I used to be a country music singer because sometimes I face a little flack there too. Like people are like, why is she singing blues? She used to be a country music singer. <laughs> you ever like, go back during your sets and just, just say, Hey, I'm going to sing a song from my past. <laughs> it's, you know, people change. People are changing every day, you know, and, uh, but it is what it is. You know, I just, uh, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever go back though and, 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 and sing a country song in the middle of your blues songs or those songs are just acts now? Uh, you know, it depends on the situation. If I get um, hired for like specifically a blues show or a blues festival, then it's just blues all the way. I don't do any country at all. But if I get hired um, from somebody like I've actually gotten hired by country music festivals just in the past couple of years. And and they were like, you could sing whatever you want. You could sing your blues music if you want. 
Um, if you want to throw in some of your old country hits, that'd be great, but it's up to you. And I usually mix in the country hits when they give me the choice. And then, um, or if I get hired to like play by, um, like if somebody leases a contracts a show and they ask my uh, booking agent, would she do some of her country and some of her blues? Um, so I do that a lot. So it, it, and the funny thing is that it all flows really well together. You know, I, I even the country music I did, I always thought of it as, you know, pretty soulful and, um, you know, I think there was substance in the country music I was recording. So I don't mind intertwining though too. <laughs> Would George Canyon be, be into maybe bluesing up a song, getting back together? And, and have you ever, ever thought about collaborating again with them? Um, yeah, definitely. I, you know, it just, the opportunity just never came up, you know, we just, we're both working on two totally different things. And, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Everybody's always being pulled in different directions and, uh, you know, concentrating on the next move (laughs) where we always have to think ahead. Right. (laughs) It's so weird, you know, like, um, the whole music industry and, and how things come to be, um, you know, you always wanted to be a singer and now it's come to fruition. Um, what are some new goals for you in this coming year or in 2021? Because this year's a write-off. Um, you know, I'm still doing music. Uh, you know, we're actually right now, we've been in the studio the past couple of weeks here at home working on my next blues album. Um, that's the best news ever. We got the go ahead from the record label that, you know, that they were pretty happy with the performance of the new album. Um, and so happy to that they wanted us to go ahead and start working on the next album. So um, we were pretty excited because, you know, we released the album right as they declared the pandemic. And so we've promoted this whole album just purely online with online shows and online interviews. And um, so, you know, I, to be honest, I was ready for somebody to call me and say, oh, we can't afford to work with you anymore because the music industry is, you know, falling apart right now, uh, trying to figure out the next move. But, um, but yeah, we're working on the next album. And then I'm also working on a side project. It's like a concept album. It's, um, it's kind of like indigenous inspired music. And it's basically uh, about my journey uh, from my perspective, growing up as a, a res girl, growing up on Indian reservation and transitioning to an urban native. And, um, you know, the, the culture shock and homesickness that you experience and uh, using those experiences to gain the confidence to be of the world and not just in it. Yeah, and um, I'm really into that. Please share that with me when you're done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm really into that kind of stuff. You know, uh, paying homage to where you came from and and, uh, he, and 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 learning about somebody's grassroots. I'm all into that kind of stuff. And that's why I started the show, like learning more and more about people. And now I can, you know, stop this interview and go on and, and listen and, and, and be more into and, and, and research some more, right? I'm always into that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's what I've been, I, my, my goals are just more music. And then I'm also, I've been working on some children's books. And I'm also, um, I'm trying to figure out how to get into the world of like voiceover work. I would love to do the voice of like cartoon characters and stuff like that. I think that would be so fun. <laughs> I, I, I already tried that. You know, it's a very hard industry. And that's what they say. And like doing like voiceovers for like, because I, I, I'm really good at, I'm figuring out when I play with my three-year-old daughter every day, she makes me do the voices of all her 
uh, little character dolls, you know? So I'm really good at doing, I could do, I get, I, I'll get like 20 voices going. <laughs> at, at, least, at least you like doing that. I know when um, Sasha Baron Cohen was doing the Borat thing, his wife told him to stop doing the accent, otherwise she's going to leave him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I know exactly how you feel. I, I, I've been doing the voiceover thing for quite some time. Um, <laughs> I've been doing uh, characters and whatever, but you know what? Like, it's a very hard industry to get into. Um, totally. Well, I more or less want to do it for something of my own creation, like these children's books that I'm writing, that I've been working on. They're kind of like concept, like uh, the book goes with the music album and they kind of go wow. together. And then, um, you know, trying to, get get a cartoon going from that or something you know dream big you never know <laughs> what's the what's the books what are the books called is it is it a series or um i have two different two different um series and uh one of them is about um i'll share the one of them one of them is about little princess pumpkin seed and it's loosely based around my daughter but it's about a little girl who um has a garden and she shares it with everybody and um, yeah, that's kind of the basis of it, but it's, it's super cute. <laughs> well, well, look at you, you know, you never thought you'd have a child and now you're writing children's books. Uh, totally. I, I, I write her these lullabies. And so, you know, it's like, I have all these songs that I've written for her that I sing to her when I put her to sleep and stuff. And it's like, I, I you know, I think they're pretty good. <laughs> and I just well, want to share Her mom's them. a <laughs> massive singer. Like, that'd be amazing. How old is she? She's three years old. Do you think she has any aspirations in the future of becoming a singer or a musician? Um, right now, yes, definitely. Because she, she joins us on every show. And we do these, um, right now, this is how we've been surviving, is we do these pre-record, personalized pre-recorded shows. And so people tell us their event and what they want us to say. And then we play our music and do their announcements in between. And, and the whole time we're playing our show, our daughter is bouncing around and sometimes she'll sing. And, and like the last show we just recorded, she went to go hit this high note with me and she matched my note and held it the whole time with me. And I just looked at her I'm like, oh my God, that was so good. You know, <laughs> I'm what, ready what? to Watching a child grow is unreal. It's like, it's one of those things like that um, you don't understand until it happens to you. You know, it's like exactly. one day, my son, he was born in February, like right in the middle of this, uh, well, at the beginning of this. And oh, wow. now he's like at home, but uh, obviously, but he's, he's growing every day. It's something different, right? It's something it new. Is. Um, it's, it's the coolest thing I've ever done. And I've done a lot of things. I've been a lot of places and I always tell my husband, like, she'll do one thing that makes me laugh. And I get more joy from that than I did attending every single award show that I ever attended. And it's just, there's nothing like it. You know, I, 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 every day she blows me away. And I'm just like, I realize now with her that that's what I was looking for. Because, you know, every time I would accomplish something in my career, I'd be like, okay, that was great. Now what? What do we do next? You know, I never enjoyed anything. And 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 that's why because I was looking for something and I didn't know it was motherhood. <laughs> Is this a point in your life where you're just like you you look back and and now when you think about your life in the present time you have no complaints? None. I have no no complaints. I I accomplished more than I ever thought I was gonna accomplish. Like when I was a kid on the reserve, I was just I just wanted to sing. If I could just make a living singing. That would be amazing. That's all I used to think. Like, 
you know, I'd watch award shows, but I never thought I'd actually get on one. And, you know, I remember watching Reba sing the duet with Linda Davis on CMT. And I remember thinking, oh, I wish I could sing this with her, but as if that would ever happen. And then it happened. And, you know, meeting all my heroes and, um, you know, it's, it was, I have no complaints. <laughs> and Absolutely. now I get to, I, I got to, you know, chase my dreams and fulfill them. And now I get to chase new dreams and dream new dreams and, um, you know, follow my heart and do what I really want to do. <laughs> that really humbles me. It warms my heart because I feel exactly the same. And you can have new dreams for your child. Like Exactly. My totally. guy has to be a hockey player and he just doesn't know it yet. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you into sports, especially being in, uh, in Nashville? You know what? I used to I used to be really into hockey. I used to watch it all the time, and I used to go watch the games all the time here at the Nashville Predators. Um, you know, but after a while, I just got so busy. I just honestly, I, I don't. You know, I barely watch any new TV. I'm so behind on movies. I'm like, I'm always in the studio, and then I'm out, and then I've, ever since the birth of my daughter, I just. I just play with her all day long. It's like my whole focus is just to fill her life with um, joy and wonder. (laughs) I feel exactly the same as you. Like people are like, did you watch this on Netflix? You you have to watch, unless I have a guest in the show, I'm not going to go watch it because if I turn on Netflix, (laughs) I'm going to fall asleep on the couch. Uh, My life went from watching hockey all the time and I was looking forward to it. And then finally NHL came back and, uh, I was started watching it and my girls were like, Hey, like I want to watch TV. But my wife was like, Hey, just let him because he hasn't watched hockey in such a long time. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm watching it. Next thing I fall asleep and I got to hear her in the background. It's like, okay, go watch TV. He fell asleep on the couch. But that <laughs> my, my, my life is this like family and this and, and work and yeah. And you know, I know totally. exactly how you feel. Every parent knows exactly how you feel. And I, you have to be a parent to understand it. You have no time for anything. And (laughs) when you you want to put your your kid to bed, it's like, do I watch um, Netflix or stay up with my wife and talk to her? No, you want to go to bed. You want to go to bed immediately. Right. Um, Exactly. So I'm like, I, I need my eight hours sleep. I'm going to bed. (laughs) Crystal. I want, I want to, I want to thank you for coming on my show. Um, Get out there and maybe pick out a, a copy of uh, Church House Blues, Crystal's new record. Uh, find it on Spotify, but most important, uh, go buy the record, support her, and she's got a whole line of uh, children's books coming out. And finally, I got an awesome uh, question for you. I ask everybody on the show this question. It's about coffee. I love coffee. How do you take your coffee? <laughs> I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I got to start lining people up who drink coffee, man, every time. <laughs> I, I used to drink it. And um, when I did used to drink it, I would just add a couple of creams. I do like iced coffee. I love iced coffee. Okay. How do you drink your iced coffee? <laughs> really sweet. <laughs> really, really sweet, eh? Okay. Yeah, that's well, that right. works for me. I mean, you know, I, there's been people on the show that just don't drink coffee. You know, it's like, just look at me. It's like, okay, well. There we go. That's- you know what? You know why I don't drink coffee? Because I was a theater kid. I used to be in, um, like, work at a theater company doing plays when I was like nine, ten, and it was like always older people. So they never thought to buy drinks for kids. Like, so there was never juice or even just water. There was always just coffee. So I'd have to sip on coffee when I was like nine, ten years old. So I, after a while, I just kind of didn't want to drink coffee. <laughs> how, how tall are you now? 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty okay, sure. So maybe that had a factor because it's supposed to start I, your growth. I, I think so. I think so. Definitely. You live on the wild side when you grow up in the theater world. <laughs> well, thank you, Crystal, for joining me this evening. Um, for all you guys that are listening right now, Crystal Shawanda, the amazing songwriter from Canada, living in Nashville right now, has a family, has a new record out. And uh, you can check her out. What's your website? How do people get in touch with you? Uh, crystalshawanda.co and check me out on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. That helps me out a lot. And like my Facebook page. Absolutely. And you can like, subscribe, or follow the show on any uh, social media platform. And just make sure you follow me back, Crystal, because uh, I followed you on Twitter and I'm waiting for that follow back. So take care. You know what? I don't, I barely go on my Twitter. So I apologize. That's okay. I, I have my social media set up where I post on Instagram and then it immediately goes to my Facebook page, and then it immediately goes to my Twitter. <laughs> That's the only way I can manage them all while. Yeah, it's very hard because, like, you know, uploading the show, doing this and that, and then you forget about YouTube. It's like, well, that's that's like a month behind now. Like, you have to go back and, like, so I really understand that. And thank you again for being on my show, and I hope to have you back again soon. Thank you so much. It's so great chatting with you. Thank you so much. Take, Take care. care.